The Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN. Logan Ryan was uh, kind enough to uh, give us a call today. Two-time Super Bowl champ with the Patriots. Played in 15 playoff games. Of course, he can tell his grandchildren someday that he caught the final pass Tom Brady ever threw as a Patriot. He intercepted it for the Titans in a playoff game, returned it for a touchdown. Now a mainstay with the Giants defense. They are secondary. Thank you very much, Logan. Ian O'Connor, 98.7 ESPN. And just wondering, uh, people have talked a lot about the defensive backfield being a, a strength of this team and, and maybe one of the better secondaries in the NFL. How, how would you, you've been in a lot of really good secondaries, you've seen a lot over the course of your career. How would you measure this giant secondary maybe against the top units in the league? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be on, talk some ball today. Thanks, Logan. Um, you know, yeah, the secondary... Um, I mean, obviously, really good on paper. Um, really good guys, man. Really, really good guys. Um, good primary pieces. Um, some good depth. Um, a really unique situation in the safety room with three or four pretty good safeties. Um, all versatile pieces. So, um, yeah, we, we, we think we could be pretty good. Um, but we got to put the work in, which we're doing now, and we got to execute our system. At the end of the day, we all got to buy in to our roles and um, and execute our system. And I think that you know, the signs of the really good Super Bowl-type secondaries I've been on. I, I finished on number one defense in the league before. I wrote a really good defense in Tennessee through the playoffs before. Um, so I've been a part of some really good defenses and some really good secondaries. And everyone's got to be happy for each other's success. There can't be too much selfishness going on. And uh, it's a natural position where you got to kind of, you know, have your own back, but you got to support each other. So I think we're all really getting excited for each other making plays and um, – and the opportunities are endless there. So we're really excited. Just It's going to be a process, and uh, we're excited to, to be a part of it. Logan Ryan here on 98.7 ESPN. You obviously had Joe Judge as an assistant in New England. Is there anything he's done so far as Giants head coach that has surprised you, Logan, or just struck you as, as very interesting, something maybe you didn't expect? I just think, you know, uh, in New England, I knew Joe, uh, very intelligent, um, and and did his role as special teams really, really well. I mean, New England has really great special teams, known for that. Um, some of the best special I mean, Hall of Fame, Matt Slade is going to be a Hall of Famer one day. He's probably the best modern-day special team player, and Joe's definitely had an impact on his career. And especially in the coordinator, he's he got to know everyone on the team. You have offensive coaches who just kind of know the offense and, and know some of the defense. You have defensive coaches who really just spend all the time with the defense, but a special teams coordinator has to spend time with everybody and really teach the game fundamentally. And so I think Joe is such a great, you know, we talk about coaches are teachers. I just think he's such a great teacher of the game of football and he has vast knowledge of it from his special teams background of the fundamentals of any position. He could say, hey, fundamental, that's not in a good bend position that you need to be in. So I just think he's just teaching the game. Um, he's a great teacher of the game. And obviously in, in New England, his one role was special teams. Now his role is the head coach. So he, he has more of a, of a say. And I think uh, to hear him teach the young players and teach me as well uh, on the fundamentals, you can never harp on the fundamentals enough. You know, as you know, Logan, uh, some assistants under Belichick in New England have gone out and not had the greatest success in the world as head coaches. Others, I think Brian Flores is going to be terrific in Miami long term. He's already off to a really good start. Uh, Joe Judge, from the outside looking in, got a chance to talk to him on the phone for a few minutes the other day. He strikes me as a guy who is genuine. He is himself. And people have been warned, don't try to be like Bill. 
So what do you see in Joe Judge so far that maybe separates him from from Belichick or or maybe there are some similarities that he has embraced and brought to the Giants as well? You know, I think he's his own man. I mean, Joe Judge is his own man. That's that's who he is. There's only one Belichick. I think there's some things you can learn from Belichick. I learned, I think, situationally, how you teach the, the situations of the game, how you teach two minute and third down, red area, all the point, all the important phases of the game, and actually win. You know, the contest like football is a contest each and every each and every game. And there's some some things like Floyd Mayweather's a really good boxer, and I was like, oh, he doesn't knock everyone out, but he knows how to win the fight. Belichick knows how to win the games. And there are some concepts that he teaches to help you win the game that is passed down. I'm sure Miami does something similar. We do it similar to some of those concepts. But as a coach, as a person, as himself, Joe Judge is, is himself. They're different people. And like I said, he's got more of a special teams background. Um, definitely harps on the fundamentals, but all great coaches harp on the fundamentals as well. So I think Joe's his own man, and I'll let Joe speak for himself on that. But when it comes to learning from Bill, some similarities, I think, to situational, uh, the situations in football that are where points are involved. I think um, that's something that Bill and Nick Saban and all everyone on that tree has in common. Usually, that results to win. So uh, that's how I learn as a player, and I think it's the way that you you should learn the game because those situations are very important. Logan Ryan on 98.7 ESPN. You played with the greatest quarterback of all time in Tom Brady. And Daniel Jones, everyone has talked about just how big of a year this is for him and his development. And year three, I'm just wondering, since you've seen the greatest, what do you see in terms of potential and upside in Daniel Jones so far? Well, I didn't see the greatest in year three. You know, I saw the greatest in year 17. You know, so it's anybody <laughs> in this league needs reps. They need experience. Daniels had a situation where he came in behind a Hall of Fame quarterback and Eli Manning and then, you know, went through a COVID of a season last year with no real offseason. So every year is a new year, and this is an opportunity to grab the ball um, and take control, and he's done that. He's done that in the offseason, the opportunity to be able to train with other guys, the opportunity to fly guys out and get back to kind of the normal what quarterbacks do. He's done everything like that. And he's just taking great command of the offense and um, – Obviously, training camp, you can always deal with injuries and moving pieces, just the, the, the attrition side of football. But I think he's done a great job of coming back every day. And, look, we're, I think we're a really good defense. Um, I think we make it really hard on him, just like we try to make it hard on all the quarterbacks. So it's practice. It's going to be hard in the game. I mean, that's how you try to simulate it, at least here. So I think we've made it really tough on him, and he's responding day in and day out. So, um, you know, you get judged for your 16-17 contest and your playoff performances. So you only get judged for 20 performances a year, and that's what we'll get judged on. But being a quarterback and being a leader of a franchise, being a leader of the team, bringing good energy and taking control, he's done that thus far, and that's all you can ask for. Now, Jones does have some playmakers to work with this year, obviously with uh, Shepard, Galladay, uh, you have Ingram, Slayton, and, and others, Saquon Barkley coming back. I'm just curious, uh, so far, Logan, in camp, what you've seen in the receivers that, that Jones is working with? I mean, they, they have it. They, they have a lot. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of talent. I think the skill position was definitely upgraded on both sides of the ball um, from management. Um, they put money in bringing in top corner, um, one of the top corners on the market, one of the top um, receivers on the market, Leonard Williams, one of the top pass rushers on the market. So, uh, brought in a Kyle Rudolph and an Ingram. You drafted Kadarius Tony, one of the most electric players in college. 
So you're literally dealing with two tight ends uh, and more. Uh, Saquon coming back, who wasn't there last year, a first-round receiver, um, returning two receivers and returning, um, you know, and bringing in a free agent receiver. So, I mean, literally, there's just a lot of body types, a lot of options, a lot of weapons, and it's a matchup game. You're always trying to find that matchup. So for us in practice, my, my job as a safety is a lot of time to assess the threat, and there's a lot of threats out there. I'm like, okay, well, I have Ingram on this. I have Tony in the slot here. I have Galladay lined up to the left. Saquon, oh, man, who do I help out? You know, because there are a lot of options. And I think the game is becoming a little bit more one-on-one like that, a passing league. And we definitely have some great receiving threats as well as a good runner. So um, it's going to give teams a lot of a lot of threats they're going to have to assess and going to have to figure out how to take it away. And then the other guys get to eat off of the other one doubling, you know, drawing the coverage. So it's, it's good good problems to have, I believe. Logan Ryan on Bart and Han here on 98.7 ESPN. Saquon Barkley is topic number one in training camp for the obvious reasons. The guy's a phenomenal talent coming back from a major injury. What are you seeing in him in terms of the way he's running, cutting, and just the way he looks in terms of his health? Yeah, again, you're not, I'm definitely not going to give you all that information of the, the Saquon Barkley status update. That's uh, Saquon gets asked that question probably a thousand times a day, so I'll let him answer that. Saquon's a great competitor, um, and he's attacked this injury, you know, as hard as anyone will attack it. Um, He wants to have a great career and be a great player and be a key contributor, and I'm sure it hurts every minute he missed. So he's been doing everything the trainers asked him to do and uh, doing everything that is asked of him. And how he he looks is what we'll see when when he's out there, but I'm sure – when he's ready to go, he'll be ready to go. And, uh, and you know, that's on Saquon. But, I mean, he's doing everything he possibly can behind the scenes. And I, I don't want to put any type of comments on his return or anything. That's far out of my out of my league to, to, to comment on another player's health. Fair like enough, that. Logan. But something very much in your league is winning in, in the postseason. Again, you've uh, played in, I believe, 15 playoff games, two winning Super Bowls. So you have a, you're a leading scholar in the field of what it takes to, to win big. And as you look at this roster and assess it top to bottom, do you think right now that the Giants are a playoff team in your estimation? I don't know. Nobody is. There's no way for me to know. I mean... How do I know? I remember in Tennessee we were two and four, and then we end up in the AFC Championship. If you looked at our roster, would you say we're an AFC Championship team? Maybe. If you're two and four, do you think you're an AFC Championship team? Nobody does. So you got to work through it. Um, that that's the beauty of football. We don't play best of sevens and five game series and best of threes. It's any given Sunday, and I think we have a lot of guys who are committed to a common goal of sacrifice for one another. Uh, want to play the game the right way, have a lot of pride, want to bring pride back to the organization and to the area we're in. So that's the beauty of it, man. we got to roll it out there and, and, and go see. But there's no way for me to tell. I couldn't tell any time. Um, never in New England did you hear, hear anyone say, yeah, we're a Super Bowl team, you know, before in the middle of training camp. It's a process, and you got to improve each and every day. So I don't think there's one playoff team in the league right now. I think everyone's got to do some more improvement and then, and then, you know, line it up, you know, when it's time to line it up. Logan Ryan with Ian O'Connor on 98.7 ESPN. I wrote a book on Belichick, so spent some time in the Patriots locker room talking to players. And I know that the heartbeat of that program and system, and Belichick obviously deserves a lot of credit for putting it together, but really is the professionalism of the players like yourself and, and McCordy and others, right. really as professional as any athletes I've, I've been around and very thoughtful. And so you're now in this Giants culture being run by 
put together by a former Patriots assistant. Can you, is it in your estimation a, a winning culture? And, and if so, can you define why it is in your estimation a winning culture? For sure. I mean, uh, you know, culture is a big, a big word that we attribute to winning, but it has to be established before you win. You know, it has to be, you have to do the right, you have to earn the right to win in this league, right? And you can do everything right. I remember Belichick said, you can give it the best effort. You can do everything you can possibly do. Wake up early, spend extra time, watch film, and you still might lose that play. You still might not make the team. You still might lose that game. But if you don't do that, you have no shot. I remember Belichick said he gave it all he got in Cleveland and still got fired. That's the National Football League. So I believe that we're doing everything we can possibly do when it comes to being together, working hard day in and day out, competing, um, standing our ground, having pride in what we do, understanding that we're professionals and we bring a lot of uh, enjoyment and joy, especially a post, uh, you know, working through COVID. And we got to give fans hope and people in this area hope. And, um, and we, we, you know, we take responsibility in that. And we understand the, the, the importance of football in this area of the country. So we're doing everything we can do to give us a shot to win. But that doesn't mean you're going to win. You got to go out there and execute it at the end of the day. But we're doing everything you can to have a winning culture. And I think the culture has to be set before the wins come. And I think that's what last year was about. And that's what this year is about is putting the work in and setting yourself up for success. And final thing, Logan. It, though, but you set yourself up for it. Yeah, I know you have to get to a meeting, Logan. Uh, final thing, just as a local guy, New Jersey guy, went to Rutgers, now playing for the Giants. It's the preseason, but it is the Jets on Saturday night at MetLife. Is that a meaningful game to the players because it is the Jets and it is the other New York team? Or is it? do you look at it just as, hey, it's a preseason game and, and nothing more than that? No, for sure it's meaningful. Look, man, it's, it's a we've been banging each other's bodies for weeks now, and uh, when you have a common opponent, it, it builds camaraderie. On camaraderie, regardless how much your starter plays, I remember being that rookie. Played, I led the snap. I led the league in snaps played as a rookie in the preseason. I played every snap in the preseason, and I needed that. I needed to to get that out of my system. I needed to make those plays in front of a crowd. Um, so when I came down to count down the first Sunday of the season and it counted, um, I was prepared. So I'm super excited. It means a lot. Um, every time you go out there, you put your pads on. It's not guaranteed. So uh, you want to go out there and give it your all and, and show, well, you're a lot of respect on the team and around the league. You earn yourself a career and a job in the preseason for all of us. We all started somewhere. So uh, it means a ton, and uh, we're excited for that game. I mean, we're going to take it one day at a time, but we're definitely – Excited, whoever's out there playing, I'm going to be excited for him. If I'm out there playing, I'm going to do everything I can to, to have a good performance as well. Well, Logan Ryan, on a very busy day for you, it was very nice of you to do this. I wish you the best of luck this season. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk again. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate it. The Ian O'Connor Show on 98.7 ESPN.